I don't know when music died, but it was sick for a long time. Music used to really slap. I want to go back. Music was better. Was better. Was better. Was better. Music was better. The podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Music Was Better, the podcast where we talk about songs that are good and comments that are bad. My name is Vince. No scandal involved. My name is Sam. The scandal. Scandalous Sammers. No, Sam the scandal. Sam the scandal. Thank you. When I was when I was little, they'd be like, oh, look, it's Vince. It's Vince the Prince. And I'd be like, shut up. I hate royalty. <laughs> I hated it so much when people would call me that. I would never think to call you that. Good. Because you know I'm king. <laughs> yes. Vink the king. <laughs> Ving Rames. The, Ving Rames. The, when Ving Rames was a kid, it was like, oh, it's Ving the king. I don't know Ving Rames. You know, he's in uh, Mission Impossible movies. He's the hacker. Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, we got a special episode. Our summer celebration is continuing. Toyota Don. We got a couple good, real good songs. Yeah. Two of my my favorites. Do you like both of them? I do. Okay. So <laughs> that's good to know. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's start talking about them. Okay. In the midst of his presidential re-election campaign, Ronald Reagan ran ads that stated, It's morning again in America. The ads were filled with a sunny optimism that the country was getting better, much better than they were in 1980, and that a new, brighter day was upon us. The ad bragged that over 2,000 families would buy new homes, 6,500 young couples would get married, and inflation rates would remain low. Reagan's ad made things simple to the viewer. Things are going great right now. Let's keep it going. The optimism and positivity of the ads has been praised as as some of the best political ads of all time, with many pointing to Morning Again in America as a major reason for Reagan's landslide re-election. Of course, historians know that there was something much better to come out of 1984, something more positive than Morning Again in America, more beloved than Ronald Reagan by conservatives, more responsible for young love and home ownership, more empowering than any politician could ever dream of being. Something that truly made the world a better and more loving place. As the ad asked, why would we ever want to return where we were to a world without The Warrior by Scandal? Warrior was a 1984 hit song by Scandal and also a favorite of President Ronald Reagan, <laughs> as we just learned. No, he hated it because it was so oh. much better than him. No. If Scandal had run on the Democratic um, ticket, they would have won president. Something better than Ronald Reagan? Question mark? You're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> The song went to number one in Canada and number seven in the U.S., hitting number one on the U.S. Rock Top Tracks chart. Always surprises me when a song I like wasn't number one. uh, It was number one on rock. I guess. Such a rock song. I guess I'm a rocker, so it makes sense. (laughs) The song was written by Holly Knight and Nick Gilder. Other hits by Holly Knight include Ragdoll by Aerosmith. I know you love that song. Sing it. Never. Ragdoll, living in the city. <laughs> I think it's living in a movie. Oh. Or I don't know. Ragdoll, living in a movie. Oh, see, you know the lyrics. <laughs> Obsession by Animotion. What's that? Oh. Okay, you know. Okay. Love is a Battlefield and Invincible by Pat Benatar. And The Best by Tina Turner. Gilder is best known for his single... Hot Child in the City. Those Holly Knight songs, that's like the playlist of my life. Yeah, it is. Especially Ragdoll. 
Yeah, especially you love Aerosmith. <laughs> you love Aerosmith. <laughs> you do. No, I don't. When I when I lived in Hawaii, one time I saw Steven Tyler walking down the street. Was he going like this? Walk this way. <laughs> yes. Oh wow, that's how you knew it was him. And I was like, I have to get to work, Steve. <laughs> I have to go the other way. <laughs> the Warrior was the biggest hit for Scandal. The band formed in 1981 by guitarist Zach Smith. The original lineup would include bassist Ivan Elias. Elias? I would guess Elias. Hello, I am Elias. Guitarist Keith Mack. <laughs> Keyboardist Benji King. Drummer Frankie LaRocca and singer Patti Smith with a Y. However, by the time of the Warrior Tour, only Patti Smith and Mac remained. The band broke up shortly after the tour. A fun fact here. A brief member, like very brief member of time, John Bon Jovi was the guitarist for this band. Whoa. Wow. Talk about a, a sliding doors moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we might not have ever gotten a John Bon Jovi song. Oh my god. We might not have gotten, um, what's the one? Uh, living on Johnny a prayer. used to work on, yeah, Living on a Prayer. Yeah. We might not have ever lived on a prayer. We would have died on a sin. A scare. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Lead singer Patti Smith with... Later have a number US number two US hit in nineteen ninety two with Sometimes Love Just Ain't Enough. A duet with Don Henley. What is that? A song? Uh, well, how does it go? <laughs> it goes Sometimes Love Just Ain't Enough. Enough. Smith married tennis star John McEnroe in nineteen ninety seven. Wow. Are they still together? I believe so. Whoa. She's like, oh, John, would you stop narrating that Indian girl's life? Is that show on Netflix? <laughs> Never have I ever. And he's like, would you stop dancing with all your rooftop friends? <laughs> 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 this song deals with the animal energy that both fuels and destroys so many relationships. Co-writer Holly Knight told Song Facts, there's a fine line that you walk between trying to get somebody to behave and tame them for the right things and not breaking their wild spirit. So, quote, I don't want to tame your animal style. When you're young and you're innocent and you don't really have any regard for rules, but it's a double-edged sword. You want to retain that, but once you lose innocence, it's a fine line that you walk. So basically, how do you keep your partner being fun but not a total fucking loser? I never tried to tame your animal style. When we go to when we go to In and Out, I just let you get it. <laughs> Fries and burger. Yeah. You know? That is, I'm I'm so animalistic. <laughs> that's when like, it comes to in and out. That's like uh, the number one reason for breakups in California. And that's that's a recipe for disaster. You gotta hey hey young lovers out there. You got to do it. You got to let them have animal style. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Um, da -da -da. There are some intriguing lines in the song that don't necessarily make sense. Notably, follow me, stereo jungle child. Chock full of vowels. These are great lines to sing, which is why they're there. <laughs> I think it's funny that Holly Knight like, <clears throat> gave that whole story about the deeper meaning of you know animal style and being a warrior but then it's also like ah stereo jungle child that sounds good <laughs> that sounds good to sing which part of the song is it it's like it's like right before the chorus follow it's like me, so follow stereo me. jungle child like that mm -hmm. <laughs> the heart of the wild oh yeah i feel like that the music video was directed by david hahn at a time when the band's label, Columbia, had an entire department dedicated to music videos. Fun. I'm sure that turned out great. You know, all <laughs> bunch of corporate people being like, we'll decide the videos, you know? Yeah. Instead of the band, the video features a guy who looks like one of the Thundercats, dance fighting around various other costume creatures. I thought it was like parts of the 
the rooftop coming to life. I think this is those from uh, Sun Song Facts where they wrote that Thundercats <laughs> line. I don't really think it looks like a Thundercats guy. It's he a, looks maybe like from Cats the play. Yeah, it's, or maybe it's supposed Memory, to Memory, all alone in the moonlight. Uh, sure. Yeah. Smith appears in body paint and a short haircut, making the appropriately cheesy finger pistol gestures during the bang-bang parts. A bit that Scandal's concert goers were imitate whenever they played the song live. Well, how cheesy can it be? It worked. Right. Yeah, that's, that's funny. It's like subtweeting their fans. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it was very cheesy, but these fucking dorks were yeah. doing it at the concert. Also, <laughs> how funny is that that the, the rest of the band wasn't in this, you know? Yeah, I guess you know you gotta, you gotta have this the sexy woman in the music video. Well, it's just it's funny because like on <clears throat> YouTube, I mean the band is Scandal, but now on YouTube it says Scandal featuring Patti Smith because she had like a bigger career later on her own, you know. Oh. So it just says Scandal featuring Patti Smith, but like at the time it was just Scandal. Right. So like even it was all starting like back then. Like, huh? This band's good, but. It, she's the star, you know? Right. Huh. We're going to hear from Smith now. When I saw the video, I was crestfallen. <laughs> what? Smith said in the book, I want my MTV. I had no idea it would look like an off-Broadway production of Cats. <laughs> hey, you called that. <laughs> I was <you>. right. <laughs> it's, the, like, it's like you were, were an actor in it. Like, how did you not realize that that's what it would yeah, look like? Yeah, you were looking right at that guy when he tore the, the piece of your jacket. Right. Uh, uh, and you, it was like this rip. Whoa! <laughs> At the beginning. Yeah, that's a, a real <laughs> scream. That's how she screams. Yeah. The song is the theme song for the Netflix series Glow. Rest in peace. Mm, Patty Smith. Rest in power. <laughs> Rest in pussy. Patty Smith told Spin that she didn't get noticed that it was being used for the show because she didn't write the song. She heard about it through friends. Holly and I told Song Facts why it's such a good fit. That show was literally about fighting. <laughs> that show was literally about fighting, but also fighting for identity. It is also about individuality because all the girls had to take on an alter ego persona and dress a certain way. And they all picked people that to them were empowering, especially the tag team who are two old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like this like cope thing that people do when mm-hmm. it's like involved with professional wrestling. Like, yeah, like, it's a show about wrestling, but it's actually this whole other thing. And, like, this is why my song works so well. It's right. Like, it's like, you don't have to do that. Just cash the check. Exactly. The official music video has 18 million views on YouTube. How many of those are us? <laughs> At least 12. 17.5. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's crazy. That's crazy low. Yeah. For such an interesting music video that it is. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, the video is probably super cheesy or whatever. Bang, bang. But it, like, <clears throat> sticks out because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, people watching like, oh, wow, the 80s were a different time. <laughs> but still, it's just, like, there's so many videos where it's just not as over the top or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just don't remember them as well. So it's better to be bad and remember than... Yeah, it's better to be bad. Than okay and who cares. (laughs) Be yourself. Be an individual. Speaking of individuals, there's a lot of them in the comment section. Oh. So let's hear what they have to say. It is time. Uh, first comment here comes from Chrissy's Mature Beauty. What? <laughs> the talent hey, show... Chrissy's old, but she can still get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she wants you to know. Mm-hmm. And she wants you to know she used to get it, too. Because <laughs> she says, The talent show we had in 1985, my two friends and I did this song. I sang and did the choreography for the three of us. We won. Beautiful moment and song I will never forget. 
I did all the work, but they were we won. Mm-hmm. Her other friends say the same exact thing. Yeah. Stacy's mature beauty says, in 1985, I did a childhood talent show. I did all the choreography and sang, and Chrissy's a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, like a flashback of their memories, <clears throat> like the spotlight's on them, and then the other right. two are just like in the corner, pouting. <laughs> Looking like a pile of rope on top of a commercial building. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the music video. I know. Okay. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> uh, here's another comment from the tailor-made man. Ooh. I added the the. It really just says tailor-made man. Oh. This doesn't have that certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> First bodybuilding competition I ever did, I used this as my pose-down song. I took last place, but still had the best song on stage. <laughs> Oh no, when your song isn't enough to get you through. So it's a good time to ask, what would your uh, bodybuilding competition post-down song be? Oh, wow, you're really putting me on the spot here. It'd probably be um, Silver Springs by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Very somber <laughs> post-down for you. I would I would be casting a spell on them. Okay. Sam cast a spell on you. What would yours be? Um. Well, I mean, for me, it's like I want to do something that probably no one's ever done before. You know, like keep it very original. Yeah. So I would probably do right said Fred. I'm too sexy. Oh. There's that would no be way so anyone's ever memorable. done that. Yeah, like me and just like ten of my closest muscle bros just. Ripping your shirts Ripping off. Ripping our shirts off and oiling ourselves up, posing in our Speedos. How are you going to choose only 10 of your muscle bros? I mean, it's more about qualifying. You know, who qualifies to get that far in the tournament? It's not really about my choice. Oh, I thought it was like you're bringing your friends on stage. Oh, no, my competitors are also my friends. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, few people can understand the life that we live, mm-hmm. you know, so we got it makes us grow closer together. Oh, yeah, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> I can't wait to see you shake your little tush on the catwalk. Just uh, another 18 months of steroid use and I'll be right there. I love popping the zits on your back <laughs> for TikTok content. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, moving on to a comment from Goyle Lucky. <laughs> Goyle. This was my favorite song in 84. I was 19 years old, and all I did was just sell bud and drive around in my Datsun 280ZX, having a blast all day and night. I had a Pioneer AM-FM radio cassette deck with some strong-ass Pioneer 6x9s in front and two more 6x9s inside with some Pioneer door speakers, and since it was a smaller car, the music sounded nice. That car seemed really fast back then, but if I remember correctly... It only had like 160 horsepower, but it was very light, so maybe that's why it seemed fast. And it was a five-speed, oh which made it fun to drive. Oh I wouldn't trade my years growing up in the 80s for all the money in the world. And it was a great time of partying, girlfriends, trying to look cool. LOL. <laughs> was that a comment where I was supposed to stop you when <laughs> it got too much? I mean, I just felt that that really needs to be heard, what you know? What the fuck is Pioneer? It's a, like a stereo company. Oh, okay. Yeah, so not only did he have two Pioneer 6 by 9s in front, he had two more did in the side. Yeah, he has some in the side. And Pioneer door speakers, man. Jeez. He must have made some good money selling bud back then. He's making my Craig Powerplay look like a fucking Walkman. <laughs> guys, uh, guys who are 19 and 84 love... Sharing like what kind of stereo they had in their car, <laughs> especially to say an AM/FM radio cassette deck. Wow, man, slow, settle down. Don't have to flex on us like that. Guys, you were nineteen and eighty-four. Is that what you said? Yeah, nineteen years old in nineteen eighty-four will literally buy every Pioneer product and not go to therapy. <laughs> I'm not saying the joke, right? <laughs> <laughs> Because it's not a joke, it's real. Life. Oh no! Oh no! 
I'll tell you what, though. Goyal Lucky, that's their name. Mm -hmm. They were lucky not to go to jail for selling marijuana. That's not legal. They must have been making bank, though, if they could buy all those Pioneer products. And a Dotson. A Dotson? A Dotson. <laughs> 280ZX. 160 horsepower. This is like, cruising. This is like uh, Dom Toretto's dad. <laughs> It'd probably be Dom Toretto. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's old. He's ageless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a, a new uh, segment I'm going to try here. It's called Three for One. Oh. Are you ready? I don't, I guess I gotta be. So we, so <clears throat> what I do is I scroll through like literally every comment on YouTube. Yeah. Searching for the best of the best and the most unique individuals. Sometimes one person just writes a bunch of comments. Oh. So let's hear from Russell Hughes. Three weeks ago they wrote, this 80s fight song lights a fire in the heart of the Batman. <laughs> Wait. Russell Hughes? Bruce Wayne? I got nothing. <laughs> uh, I am assuming this one came after that. It was also three weeks ago. <laughs> this would make a great WWF wrestling music video with pictures of the Batman destroying <laughs> WWF bad guy wrestlers. Okay, Batman's in the WWF universe. And finally, another comment from eight days ago. I only party when club WWF wrestling shows come to town. <laughs> wow. The Batman and loves WWF, WWF wrestling. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, really. There's something. Why does it have to be something? Why can't Batman just love WWF wrestling? And destroyed all the wrestlers <laughs> while Warriors playing. Well, let's think. Bruce Wayne is like a one percenter. Mm-hmm. He probably like has the same lawyers to cover up sex scandals that Vince McMahon does to cover up Batman abuse scandals <laughs> or something. <laughs> maybe just move on okay, from maybe whatever that thought on. was supposed to be. <laughs> uh, here's a comment from Darren Hood. Have we heard from them before? I don't know. Darren Hood always up to no good. <laughs> always wondered where the Ultimate Warrior got the idea for his character. Anyway, this is an awesome song <laughs> and a questionable video. But amazing anyway in a time when some DJs would not play two female artists in a row because they thought it was bad luck or bad for business. Good thing that nonsense is over. <laughs> Do you think that's true? No. Me neither. That's the Ultimate Warrior debut. That part is also not true. Yeah. Cause... I don't think he had debuted yet, but he was around. Right. And also when you're stealing from, you know, Native American folklore, you don't need to <laughs> listen to the song to do that. Oh. I, haven't there always been a lot of female artists? Yeah, that's. there's no way that that's a thing. This... Darren Hood is just sexist. Shocking. <laughs> Darren Hood up to no good. And no good in this is sexism. <laughs> yeah. The future is female, Darren. Yeah, not because now you can do that. Now you can. Not back now. then. Right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Now sometimes they play Nicki Minaj and then Cardi B. It's crazy. Talk about bad luck. Bad vibes. <laughs> don't they don't don't they like not like each other or something? Yeah. Yeah. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. <laughs> uh, here's a regrettable comment from home account. Not the visitor. This is like when you name your like Roku in your house. Mm -hmm. This is my home account. <laughs> like my home YouTube account. He probably has another one work account that he comments. <laughs> yeah. When he watches YouTube at work, this is his one person. He's got another one tablet account. Starbucks account. <laughs> Doesn't realize you could just log into the same one. No. <laughs> oh my he God. lost the password to this. He has home account too. <laughs> or would it be home to account? Oh. To home to account. <laughs> 
anyway, I'm glad we had fun because now I have to actually read it. Oh, man. I thought we could just move on. One of the best songs of the 80s that has the most nonsensical video I've ever seen. Who in the hell thought it would be cool to see a homosexual man fight mop people? (laughs) I don't know. Ask whoever made Fantasia in that one scene where Mickey makes all the mops dance. That that would that's more believable to me. I didn't get any homosexual vibes from that guy. He's just a dancer. Yeah. Home accounts like you dance, you you homosexual. <laughs> you dance, you gay. You dance, you gay. Home account. Is that Eddie Kingston? No. <laughs> home account, more like go home account. Yeah, go home, stay there, never leave. Here is a comment from the Glenner. The. <laughs> Is someone named Glenn? And they're like, no, the Glenner. And they made their own nickname? Yeah. <laughs> Guys who make their own nickname, that's what that's what this is. Yes, the 80s rocked. But let's not discount the 70s. <laughs> yes, a great time back in the 70s slash 80s. I was a drummer in a bar band. Had a blast. Then versus now, question mark? Too many lawyers slash politicians making too much money, making too many rules. You just can't prevent every possible bad thing from happening to every person. There is no more personal responsibility slash accountability. Too many depending on the nanny state for their own destiny instead of realizing and overcoming failure and achieving their own success. Everybody gets a trophy. For those of us who remember, (laughs) keep rocking. Oh my god. Really took a turn there. Yeah, I couldn't even follow. He he, In the 70s, 80s, you could be a drummer in the bar band, but now everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. Now you go to the bar, you get a trophy. I should get a trophy. Most uh, most unpaid bar tabs. <laughs> most uh, money put in the touch tunes. Most money put in the pull tabs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most <laughs> money lost. In the stock market. (laughs) The Glenner. The Glenner. When that recession hit in 2008. Also, you know, I know people have made this joke before, but it's worth making again. Hey, if uh, you were in the 70s and 80s and everybody gets a trophy, you were probably the fucking coach (laughs) doing it. Anyway, Mm -hmm. a couple more here. We got Tampa guy. Tampon guy? Tampa guy. He's like Florida man, but oh, more, Tampa guy. more regional. Yes. More regional. Yes, indeed. I have had a few moments of real dread and fear in my life at each of them on a car ride, background, Ooh. or just on the radio. This song has come on loud. A little message from the Lord telling me to stay strong. <laughs> Thanks, Patty Smith and Scandal. <laughs> God, Scandal's biggest fan. <laughs> the band and the TV show. <laughs> God in heaven, like, what does... Oh, no. My child, Tampa guy's in trouble. How can I help him? Do I bless him with uh, more money? or No. I know. A song shall do. Then, like, Jesus gets put on the hold with Kiss FM, like, for the request <laughs> line. <laughs> hey, I... Hey, what can we play for you? Uh, Warrior by Scandal. What? This is a modern rock station. Yeah. But I'm the Lord. I'm the Lord. Please play Why is Florida like this? (laughs) (laughs) Click. (laughs) You guys want to know how much Florida is? They hang up on God at radio stations. Yeah. That happened. That happened. (laughs) Finally, our last comment comes from Sir Phineas Lucius. Amber Crombie Esquire. Oh, oh, we got uh, one of those lawyers that uh, the Glenner was talking about. Hair metal was so big that girls not only bought albums by hair metal groups, they also made their own hair metal music. Actually, it makes better sense for girls to do hair metal than guys. Guys who are that pretty are messed up. (laughs) Guys, don't be pretty. How dare you? Uh, there ain't nothing more messed up a man can do. <laughs> man pretty, man bad. 
I gotta say, the, the Warrior by Scandal, not all that scandalous. Well, maybe the band itself was more scandalous. That's why John Bon Jovi left. Is like, this is too... This is too much. This is too much for me. This is not what Tommy would have wanted on the docks. <laughs> if you had to be a rooftop <laughs> item that came to life, what would you be? Probably like one of those vent things. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Nice. Real freedom of movement. Probably cool on a hot day. Warm on a cold Cause, day. Because you're a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. Of this podcast? Yes, and if oh. you also want to become a fan, you should check us out on social media. At Music Was Better. Yeah, give us a follow. At Music Was Better on TikTok. Instagram. Facebook. Twitter. YouTube. Those are places you can go and do that. <laughs> or you can check out our link tree. Link tree slash Music Was Better for links to all of that. As well as how to subscribe to this podcast, but considering you're listening to it already, you should be subscribed. Yeah, please subscribe if you're not already. And write a review, like a comment. <laughs> yeah, write, write a review, tell a friend, or just listen to us talk about another song. Which we will do right now. On September 26, 1983, at the height of the Cold War between the United States and Russia, one Soviet officer saved the world. What? Stanislav Petrov was on duty for the Soviet Air Defense Forces when the nuclear early warning radar reported the launch of an intercontinental ballistic missile from the United States headed straight for his country, with four more behind it. What? Tensions were high between the countries at the time, as the Soviet military had shot down a South Korean passenger jet carrying many Americans earlier that month. Retaliation by the Russians could have led to a full-scale nuclear war between the countries, one in which there would be no winners. However, Petrov believed that the warnings were wrong, an error from the computer. He had no means to confirm his suspicions and waited for more evidence before notifying his senior officers, breaking protocol. Ultimately, the evidence never came, and Petrov was proven correct. No missiles were fired from either country. Petrov saved the world. What? The tragedy avoided <laughs> should have led to a wake-up call for both sides, but instead the Cold War would rage on for another nine years. Yet the Cold War never fully escalated into a war as we know it. There were no tanks or bombers, no soldiers being sent overseas. The countries never really faced off, never met each other on the battlefield. <clears throat> However, starting in September 1983, people all over the world were coming to the realization that they were involved in wars of their own, wars that were impossible to avoid. The wars didn't require guns or ammunition because the wars took place in their hearts. The only weapons they had to fight with was their minds. The only <laughs> surrender was giving in. Ooh. In September of 83, a hero on the American side did her best to warn the world of this fight. She offered no promises. She made no demands. <laughs> Pat Benatar only offered a simple warning to the world. Love is a battlefield. <laughs> I thought for sure it was going to be heart disease. <laughs> People fighting their own battle in their hearts. Heart disease. Kills a lot of Americans. It sure does. I learned more about the Cold War <laughs> right then than I ever have before. Oh my. They really shot down a passenger jet? Yeah, like on accident. Like they thought they didn't realize it was like a. Like it was just civilians. They thought it was someone in their airspace. Ay, ay, ay. I got a lot of learning to do. Let, let's learn me about this song. Love is a Battlefield is a song from Pat Benatar from Benatar's live album, Live from Earth, 1983. Though the song itself was a studio recording. What? It topped Billboard's mainstream rock tracks chart for four weeks and peaked at number five on the Billboard Hot 100. The song would sell over a million records. Yeah, so 
it was on an album of all live songs. It, but then no, it just it wasn't just live. Was. <laughs> just this. Little palate cleanser. Kind of weird, kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's too live. It's too live. The song was written by Holly Knight and Mike Chapman. Holly Knight from Holly Scandal Knight, fame. Holly Knight episode. Yes. Holly Knight, not Holly Day. Some of Chapman's hits include... Kiss all, kiss you all over by Exile, Mickey by Tony Basil, and Hardened Soul by Huey Lewis and the News. How does that song go? It's like it's a hard and soul. Oh yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> um, who's the better songwriter? Holly Knight. Exactly. Thank you. Holly Knight is in my Hall of Fame of songwriters. Well, good news, we get to hear from her again when she was talking to Song Facts. Oh, great. She told Song Facts this about Love is a Battlefield. Is she British? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) She is today. (laughs) I started playing the chords to Love is a Battlefield. He said, that's so great. I love that. Keep doing that. He says, now, what do we really need? And this is something I learned from him. This song is very catchy, very commercial. Let's write something really, really weird on top of it. That'll make it special. And it'll be that much better. I said, oh, I like it. He says, we're going to write something really sick, like. And he just spit out, love is a battlefield. As an example, I said, well, that works for me. And we wrote that song. It was just like free association. (laughs) Did Mike invent, like, sick as a... Mm-hmm. As a slang term, <laughs> we're going to write something really sick. <laughs> Is this what it's like to be on cocaine? <laughs> like, we wrote a song, and it was good. And he said, let's write something really weird. And I said, okay, <laughs> works for me. Yeah, it's it's weird, too, because it, it reads like, we had wrote the whole thing, and then we came up with Love is a Battlefield. But, well, I think they wrote like the, the song and then the lyrics. Oh, okay, I get it. That's how I read it. That makes sense. That makes more sense than whatever the heck I was thinking. <laughs> they wrote all the lyrics except love is a battlefield. Yeah, they just okay, like we left, need a phrase right here. They just left a, a, a blank line. Yeah. <laughs> no promises, no remains. Blank. <laughs> Both of us knowing. Blank. <laughs> what could we put there? It has to be really sick. Knight and Chapman wrote this song as more of a ballad, and they were surprised to hear what they did with it. It was like a slow song, you know, it was like, and I think on American Idol someone did it, and they did it like the original way, like, both of us knowing. That would be like in a movie trailer. Lo- yeah. <laughs> it probably has been. I didn't really look too much into I need to figure out how to find that slowed down version of this song from a movie trailer. Right. Pat Benatar married her guitarist Neil Geraldo. Geraldo, you you've seen in them live. You should know. I have. I, I think it's Geraldo. But I and know. he has been her producer ever since. It was Geraldo who decided to make this an up-tempo song. He said, genius, genius. "He said that was a song written very slow, very methodical, boring. Like we are young." Heartache to heartache. I mean, it was really slow. As soon as I heard it, I went, I don't understand why this song would be so slow. I just heard it done in the up-tempo thing. (laughs) It's like Baby Driver. Was it slow? (laughs) Was the song slow, Neil? He went on. When I did it and Mike heard it, and I love Mike. He's done so much for me in my life. He's one of the people that I owe everything to because he's the guy that put all this stuff together for me. But when he heard it, he just went crazy. He goes, I don't want you to have the song anymore. I hate it. I hate what you've done. It's horrible. I can't listen to it. It's horrible. And then it went to number five and he goes, I think it's great. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Typical Mike. Mike's like throwing a fit. He's like 40 years old. He's like, I don't want you to have it. Give it back. Give me my song back. <laughs> Give me my song back. <laughs> fuck you, Neil. You're not my friend anymore, Neil. Go fuck yourself, Neil. <laughs> hey, Neil, your mother. <laughs> hey, Neil, Pat is a duty head. <laughs> 
you take that back? <laughs> then he murdered Mike with a guitar. Then Mike died. R.I.P. The music video features Benatar playing a rebellious teenage girl running away from her home with her father, played by actor Trey Wilson, warning her, If you leave this house now, you can just forget about coming back. Meanwhile, she goes, Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Later in the video, she witnesses a club owner harassing other dancers. So Benatar rounds up the women and leads a rebellion against him. Through dance! Now this is an iconic video. Mm-hmm. The video had the same choreographer as the Thriller and Beat It videos. Wow. Which, like, when you see all the girls, like, dancing and doing the shoulder thing, like, you can totally see it. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they were short on ideas for... There's only so many group dances. There's only so many body parts you can like thrust around. Right. Boobs, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> it was one of the first videos to incorporate dialogue into the song to progress the storyline. Get back here. And then what is the other, what is the other line? Like the girls like Let me let go of me or yeah. something. Yeah. Let me go. Which is, like, in, insane, because now all I can think of music videos is having dialogue. I don't even think of the music. You know, me, it's more like a, like it's like a story. Like, remember that Britney Spears video where it's like, oh. I found the diamond at the bottom of the ocean. I'm I'm a swimmer. I dropped it. Oops, I did it again. Love is a Battlefield plays a big role in the 2004 movie 13 Going on 30. Where love is a battlefield is Jennifer Garner's mantra. Garner, who becomes a 13-year-old from the 80s, transformed into a 30-year-old, sings it with some young girls she is helping to learn about love. So cute. The song has since appeared on Family Guy and Stranger Things. <gasps> Another Stranger Things song. Have you uh, seen 13 Going on 30? Only parts of it. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it either. What's... Well, she dances to Thriller in that movie. That's a big part of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's full circle here on Music Was Better. And a full cancel. Why? Michael Jackson. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what he did? No. Don't Google it. Okay. I will never Google Michael Jackson. In 1984, the song won Benatar her, her fourth consecutive Grammy Award for Best Female Rock Vocal Performance. The song was nominated for the MTV Video Music Award for Best Female Video, but lost to Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. That's, that music video almost incorporates lyrics, or spoken word, but she, it's like, the phone rings in the middle of the night, she, my father says, what you gotta do with your life? Right, it's more like just like... Different characters voicing over mm -hmm, different mm -hmm. lyrics or whatever. Yeah, lip syncing. Lip syncing. The lyrics. Uh, Love is a Battlefield was ranked at number 30 in VH1's list of 100 greatest songs of the 1980s. Fair. Yeah, I guess. Fair. What do you think? Yeah, fair. fair. I said fair first. Oh, I thought you said fair question mark. The official music video has 79 million views on YouTube. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Now that's... a that's some views. It's crazy to me because I, I feel like I said this to you when we were watching them on YouTube that I thought that it would just autoplay next. Mm -hmm. Like whatever. If you're listening to one, it will play the other next. I really felt that way. I bet it would because we've listened to the songs consecutively many times. Right. Well, love might be a battlefield, but what about the YouTube comment zone? Complete nuclear annihilation. Ugh, Cold War shit. If the would have been a bomb. Worse. Oh, fuck. I guess we gotta go, though. Diving in. Putting on our hazmat suits. <laughs> Not even God can protect us from this. <laughs> Okay, our first comment comes from Kelly Jackson. Michael's sister. And if it all gets old, will it still feel the same? Control and abuse never get old, heart. 
Um, <laughs> heart. Yeah, like the heart. I'm. Uh, okay, Kelly. I mean, whatever you're into, but not that. Jeez, Kelly. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. That is not a good comment. I am for real. <laughs> good one. Um, here's another comment from Head in the Clouds. Hmm. I missed the fashion and music. How everything was new, exciting, hopeful. The fashion and music was our own. Felt like we could do anything. Today, everything seems so bleak to me. I have no energy in all the things I used to enjoy, like record stores, cruising, just hanging out somewhere where everyone goes, etc. is just gone. Even the malls are closed. WTF has happened. <laughs> Sounds like uh, you might need to talk to your doctor about <laughs> clinical depression. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. It's just it's like so stereotypical the way they wrote it. But it's like, what? WTF has happened in 36 years. Mm -hmm. Why can't I go to the uh, record store I went to 36 years ago? Right. Why can't I go to the mall and hang out with my friends like I did 36 years ago? <laughs> I want everything to be like it was. Like, this is another <clears throat> level of, you know, nostalgia. Uh -huh. Coping with nostalgia. Like, yeah. To think just... that, like, you and your friends could still just cruise. Just, like, drive the streets and... I mean, that is the one thing you still could do. Or was cruise like you're picking up girls? No, cruising would be like, like in when the town I grew up in, people would cruise and they would just make this circle over and over. And in the summer, the cops would make it so you couldn't turn right on certain streets. So you couldn't do it. So you, <laughs> so you couldn't just keep going around in circles. Yeah. Cops sucking. Not a new thing. <laughs> 36 years ago and today. <laughs> crazy maybe they're even getting worse hmm hmm yeah just uh to think that all the things you used to enjoy would still be here 36 years later is a real wait till wait till uh this person finds out about their childhood dog is <laughs> <laughs> definitely not still around fido didn't go to a farm <laughs> I have no energy in all the things I used to enjoy. Record stores, cruising, petting my dog. I can't do anymore. What's happened? What the fuck? What the fuck happened? I, I tried to talk to my mom about boys and she just gravestone now. <laughs> she just gravestone now? <laughs> mom no respond. Okay, here's a comment from Megan Mills. And this one I picked out specifically for you, because I know of your interests. Oh boy, thank you. If you're a fan of the show True Blood, I have a fun <laughs> fact. I've read all the books in the series. In book three, Club Dead, Sookie <laughs> and Al Seed go to a bar in Jackson, Mississippi, hoping to find leads on who kidnapped Bill. Tara just happened to be there at the bar also. Tara tells Alcid how her and Suki went to school together and brings up the fact that they entered a middle school talent contest. They danced to this song and won the contest. The books are very good. The TV show loosely follows the books. While I do love the TV show, the books are far more What's superior. <laughs> I loved every second of that. Oh my god, I love... Suki. And they say, uh... Harry Potter fans are wild. That person knew, like, the exact page number that the 34th E was written on the book. <laughs> True Blood. What a, what a time to be alive. You're probably too young for the True Blood era. Or, I no, you're not know. too young, but... I was probably right in it, but I just never... There was so much sex on that show. Really? So much. Can you download it for me? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, uh, um, if we're talking about vampires, I think it's pronounced sucky. <laughs> I'm going to sucky your well, blood. Well, sucky's like a fairy. Not a... Anyways. The show is called True Blood and there's fucking fairies in it. There's everything. Uh, I just want vampires. Sucky, 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 sucky. Let's move on. Let's just get off. <laughs> let's get off this topic and move on to Josh. Just Josh? All right. 
The younger generation think we are just old people in their 40s and 50s. But in our hearts, we're still young, and love is still a battlefield. All right, Josh. Nobody cares about you. (laughs) Oh, Josh, I hope you don't listen to this podcast. Josh, no one cares. (laughs) No one cares about you, Josh. The younger generation are like, look at that old person in their 40s. They're just like, whatever. Mm -hmm. We're doing our own thing. Yeah. We don't care how you feel in your heart. And if you're on your third divorce, because love is a battlefield. (laughs) Maybe that's not why. Maybe you're just an asshole. I'm really, uh... Josh. Josh getting all the hits today. Fuck Josh. Oh, you know why I'm so mad at Josh? 3,000 likes. Okay, fuck Josh. That's a stupid-ass comment. Fuck you, Josh. Fuck you, Josh. Hate Josh. Hate Josh. We hate Josh. All Josh are bad. You've heard of Antifa or anti jaw Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Uh, we just don't like the confrontation. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> I gotta move on from my worst enemy in the history yeah, fuck of the show. Josh. To SL. S period, L period. Mm. Super lover. Mm-hmm. I used to love this MTV from years ago when I first heard the song, Pat Benatar, and later on, Cindy Lauper, Madonna, have come to personify girl power in the 1980s. Years later, re-watching this MTV reminds me that these girls are just surviving the system. There was no fighting back. I've come to love Lizbeth Salander and what she represents, who is now my girl power heroine. And it's not just the attitude that counts. Lizbeth has brains. What the hell? That's the girl with the dragon tattoo. That's the character oh, from God. The- <laughs> Oh, God. Why are so many people writing about books in this comment section? You grew up in the 80s. You, you, you read books. You You're read so books. You read you fucking girl idiots. with the dragon tattoo. Just like... Lizbeth. Hey, guess what? Uh, Pat Benatar, Cindy Lauper, Madonna are real people. Hey. Lizbeth Salander is a fictional character. You shut up. Written by a man who's not even American. Ugh. You shut the hell up. This is why Don't we. talk about my Lizbeth. This like is why that. we lost the Cold War. <laughs> no, did we? They're, they're, we were all losers. Oh. Uh, reading another comment. Is what I'm about to do. <laughs> it comes from Sean Bottom. Mm, I'm more of a Frank Top. <laughs> I was a kid when this came out on MTV with its rockin' beat and Pat's belting vocals. I didn't understand what it's about, but I feel the need to say so now. It's about trafficking. And yes, that oh. happened back then. Oh, that happened. <laughs> That's. Mm. I'm gonna guess that Sean Bottoms like uh, maybe a little into like the QAnon forums. Mm. Pizza Gate. Like yeah, whenever people, I mean, trafficking is a real thing and it's very bad. But whenever people like get into that like conspiracy zone, they see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. They're like the Girl Scouts. They want little girls to go on camping trips together. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's trafficking. They're transporting little girls. A school? School bus? Taking mm-hmm. all the little kids? Bus in traffic? To a place I don't know? Hmm. It's like, calm down, Sean, Sean Bottom. <clears throat> Sean Bottom, worse than Bikini Bottom. Where SpongeBob lives. You know what's worse is the Sean Bottom jeans. Boots with fur. <laughs> Boots with the trafficking. Let's move on to a comment from Ada F. Wow, I love and miss this song. With both Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar and We Work Hard for the Money by Donna Summer, (laughs) another fave, (laughs) women were badass and strong. Still are, no matter what they try to put us through. Woohoo! Great comment. Love it. The first good comment we've had on this show. Yeah. Solidarity with A to F. A to F. My grades in college. (laughs) (laughs) 
my braids in preschool. My my bra size from ninth to tenth grade. What? A cup to F cup. <laughs> I skipped double D right to F. <laughs> Give that joke enough. Oh. Uh, okay. Here's a comment. <laughs> and it's going to be a reply guy corner. Woo! So it starts off with Sabrina Silva. Sabrina. So crazy how much human nature has evolved. The retro <laughs> sound in the 80s compared to guitars nowadays is such a crazy difference in sound. The clothing nowadays between women and men. The hairstyles compared to back then and now along with graphics, picture, and video quality. Just think, how much more can the world improve in another 40 years? <laughs> Someone was on a real mind trip there. And you know, normally I'm against the uh, reply guy, but... Okay, what do they say? Elko Cannon replies, Congratulations for having thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, that's all be our new tagline. Songs that are good, comments that are bad. Congratulations on having thoughts. (laughs) Elko County, what are they called? Elko Cannon. Elko Cannon. Thank you. Uh, Just a couple more here. I've got Mutinous Cisco. Still so relevant, lol. At any age, really. Love is the best and worst feeling you will ever feel. I am an expert in feelings of all kinds. (laughs) I guess I'll take your word for it. Mm -hmm. Empathy master. Finally, our last comment comes from Ash Ash. Ash Ash? Ash Ash. Ash 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 squared. It ain't being chained to their side you have to worry about. It's being chained to their lies you need to worry about. To knowledgeable, intelligent, and wise one who would already have known. Just know how to make them lack with you is whole object. Make the narcissist lose control instead of yourself. Well done. What? Couldn't have said it better myself. We are young. No one can tell us we're wrong. That would be a good that would be a good tagline for our show too. <laughs> no one can tell us we're wrong. We were young. <laughs> we were that's what these comments are. We were young. We were young. Listen to us. No one could tell us we're wrong. Wow, that is so true. This generation honestly, I gotta I gotta be straight with you. You know, I love these songs from the eighties. Some of my favorite songs. Of all time, coming from the 80s. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can do another 80s song for a while. <laughs> There's just so much, like, that I don't use because it's like, we've been there, we've done that. Where people are like, this was the best time to be alive. You know, this mm-hmm. was the best music. Everything is bad now. And it's like, I think the thing that pisses me off the most about it is they're just a little bit older than me. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're like, could be my parents. They're just like a little bit older than me. <laughs> And right. They're like my brother's age, you know, like uh, my older brothers. Uh-huh. And they're writing like, this was the best time to be alive. Every other time of being alive has sucked and everything is... But what I experienced is the worst. And I just... It just... It just hits me in a certain way because they... They're not that much older than me and I, mm-hmm. I don't want to ever be like that. Hmm. Well, I'll make sure you're not... You keep me young. You say anything, I'll say, congratulations on having thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) I would not talk for the rest of the week. (laughs) Okay, I just said it to you. (laughs) Okay, well. kidding. I'll talk on our episode next week, I guess. Okay. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait either. I can't wait for you all to hear it. Better come back. Or I'll be love as a battlefielding in your face. Between now and then... Uh, you should probably like and subscribe and follow us on social media. Check out our playlist on Spotify. Check us out linktree.com slash music was better. 
But, you know, you're already listening, so thank you for that. Make sure you share with a friend, though. You know, if you know anyone who is an expert in feelings of all kinds, <laughs> tell them about us. Reach out and feel them. Electronically. <laughs> like through a text or email <laughs> or instant message. But no Facebook poking. No poking. Mm-mm. Well, until next time, my name is Vince Petrov. <laughs> my name is Sammers Geraldo. And this has been music. It was better. Thank you. Good night. Good night. <laughs> you hang up first. Okay, no, you hang up first. <laughs> you hang up first. Okay, bye. Hello? Hey, look, she's running away from home and she's only 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>